Hello, I'm Dave Epstein, and this is Growing Wisdom. Let's talk today about how far to space apart your vegetables. And I've been doing vegetables since the age of 10. I started with tomatoes, I worked my way up to carrots and lettuce and all of those things. And during the past literally 40 plus years, I've really learned a lot about spacing of vegetables and how important it is to space things correctly. And also, many things can actually be spaced closer together than it would say on the packages. So first of all, a few overall things to watch. Number one, you want to watch your edges. So if you have a raised bed, for example, keep things about six to eight inches off those edges. I find that if the plants are too close to the edge, they're going to really be affected. They're not going to grow as well. Also, if you're just in a regular garden, Watch the edges for things like mowing. Also, if you are doing any sort of treatment to your lawn, any weed prevention or anything like that, remember the edges, some of those things are going to bleed into your garden, it's likely. So be careful with that as well. So I really pay attention to the edge of the garden. I like to use it perhaps for uh, ornamentally putting some stones around it, or that's where my fence is, or that's where I've done even cinder blocks, all sorts of things, but I don't plant directly up to the edge for all the reasons I just outlined. Now, closer plantings in many things will help prevent weeds. So if you have these big, wide spaces between your plantings, let's just take, for example, something like zucchini. If you had eight feet, I'll be a little ridiculous. If you had eight feet between your plantings, you're probably going to have a lot of space in there. And yes, you could walk around it. It'd be easy to weed and water, but you'd also have a lot of space for things like weeds to come up. So there's kind of a sweet spot where you want the plants to grow close enough together so that the next one kind of doesn't really touch it, but it's close enough so that the two are shading everything underneath. So for example, with that zucchini example I just gave you, if you're growing, let's say, a bush zucchini, and you planted them maybe 18 to 24 inches apart, they would get at least that big, and then you wouldn't have a problem with weeds because the leaves are going to shade the soil underneath, and the weeds will have a much harder time germinating. So that's what I'm talking about by kind of using the spacing to your advantage when it comes to certain plants. Let's talk about other things in a raised bed, for example or just in the regular garden. So onions, I like to space really close together. I put them about two to three inches apart. And then what I do is that as they begin to mature, I start plucking out every other one. And that ends up leaving five or six inches between the plants. And that's the amount of space you want in order to have the onions get to a nice full size. If they were only two or three inches apart their entire growth cycle, the onion would never get to its maximum size because it's just too close together. But I can use that space. I can use the onions for, say, green onions or even small little onions and chop them up and do some cooking with them or have them raw. And then I'm creating the space as I need it. I do the same thing with this idea of creating space with things like tomatoes as well. I like with my indeterminate tomatoes, which are the ones that grow and grow and grow. They will keep growing. They will keep producing. They're indeterminate. Uh, I like to have those tomatoes about 24 to even 30 inches apart. I prune them. I use uh, stakes. I keep them fairly tight. I take out the suckers of the tomatoes. You can Google what that means, but basically as the plant's growing, you want to take out that little growth that's going to come kind of at a 45 degree angle between the main stem and the side branch. So those are the suckers. I do prune them. There's all sorts of school of thought as to whether you should prune or not, but I keep my tomatoes fairly 
well pruned, and that way I can keep them a little bit closer together. The determinant tomatoes, I put a little closer together than that, generally around 18 or even 15 inches apart because they tend to stay smaller. They're going to produce tomatoes a little bit earlier in the season, and they produce one flush of tomatoes. So basically, once you have your tomatoes produced, you're done. So if you put them closer together than that, let's say you put them 8 or 12 inches, now they're going to be too close together. They're not going to have good air circulation. They're going to start competing for nutrients, water, and it's also a way to really promote disease. So you want to be careful about putting things too close together. And when I talk about distance apart, I'm talking from the center of the stem when you put them into the next center of the stem. You're not talking leaf to leaf because I'm allowing for that growth. Lettuces much closer together. So think about a head of lettuce in the store. Uh, some of the small leaf lettuces, some of these lettuces that you buy now, you might buy the red or the green. They're only four or five, six inches. So you can place your plant four or five, six inches, let them get to the size you want, and then pull them out. You don't need to space them 10, 12, 14 inches apart, because frankly, you're just going to end up wasting space. You can put things much closer together. And also, when I put things close together like that, and I do realize that you're going to have uh, a demand on nutrients, I am feeding with a liquid fertilizer. I generally use like a liquid fish fertilizer or something like that uh, every 10 to 14 days because I am allowing the plants to take nutrients out of the garden and they are fairly close together. And by feeding them with the liquid nutrients, uh, I'm helping the plant as well to continue to grow. So we've talked about lettuces. I've talked about onions. If I'm doing radishes and things like that, when I plant them, I don't really worry again about thinning them. What I have found over the years is that unless you're planting them ridiculously close when you're putting your seed in, but I just sort of scattered the seeds in. I try to get the seeds relatively an inch or so apart. I let them come up. And then what I find is that the radishes themselves kind of crowd each other out. So some of the radishes will never turn into a full-blown radish if they're too close together, but enough of them will develop. The stronger ones will, and I don't need to thin them. So that saves me some time. It's the same thing with the peas. I plant the peas about an inch apart in terms of the seeds. I don't thin them either. I find that over time, as the pea plants grow, the ones that are stronger will kind of crowd out the other ones, and you'll end up sort of getting what the plant finds ideal as opposed to worrying that you're planting them or spacing them in the ideal uh, amount apart. One of the things I've been growing lately over the past few years are small radishes uh, as well as small turnips. So I let the radish and the turnips only develop so far, and then I use them as sort of babies. So baby radishes, baby turnips, and the baby turnips I really like a lot. I've been using the white ones especially, and those can be really crowded tightly. I've, I've been amazed at just scattering the seeds down, not really worrying about whether or not they're too close together. And again, when I talk about that, you want to look, you should see some gap between seeds. I mean, you're not pouring all the seeds in one little spot, but you know, you want them half an inch apart, maybe an inch apart. But if they're closer together than that, as long as they're not really crowded together, say with six, seven, eight seeds inside of an inch, a square inch, uh, they're going to crowd each other out and you'll get good return in terms of harvesting, even though they're really close together. So it works really well 
to kind of not thin them out. And then by not thinning them, you're not disturbing the roots of the plant around you either. So I, I like that method as well. Uh, other things that I do in order to save space, I've been growing things like my cucumelons, my cucumbers, even my zucchini. I've been growing them in a climbing way. So I'm creating trellises to grow them vertically rather than let them spread on the ground. Uh, this way they go up. I need much less space than I would if I let the cucumber kind of ramble down on the ground. So just creating sort of a 2D way in which I'm growing these things has helped with uh, mitigating space as well. I also grow a lot of things in containers. And there again, in containers, you can put things really close together. So let's go back to the lettuces. I take the lettuce seeds. I sort of scatter the lettuce seeds in. I take my hand and I kind of just gently rub my hand with the seed on the top, kind of rolling soil and seed together. And then I would put that in an area where maybe it gets some dappled sun, keep it evenly moist until it germinates. And then I can put it in full sun once it germinates. I actually find that putting these containers in full sun during the spring and summer and even early fall, but especially in the spring and summer, they dry out so quickly it gets really hard for things to germinate. So that's just my little trick. I actually have some things that I grow under a patio umbrella and the amount of UV light that gets underneath there is just perfect for some of these greens. So that works well also. Now, broccoli, those plants can get pretty big. You look at the package, it tells you in some cases to put it three feet apart. There again, I can grow the broccoli plants much closer together. A broccoli plant's completely edible, the whole thing, the stems, the leaves. So even if you don't have broccoli, you can grow the broccoli plant if you have extras. You can wait till they get big, pull out every other one, use those in cooking, and then wait for your broccoli to develop. Um, I love using broccoli greens for all sorts of dishes, especially I'm a big egg in the morning guy, so I like to saute my broccoli leaves in with the eggs, and that's one way in which I can use those smaller plants and then let every other plant get rather big. So I hope this helps a little bit on spacing what we're talking about here. You really want to do some trialing. I would say, you know, find out what other people have done, what works well. One thing you do want to be sure is that your taller plants are on the north side of your garden, so they're not shading things in front of you. So I would put my tomatoes, which are probably the tallest thing I grow, those are on the north side. And then things that might be in front of it, I might put, for example, some zucchini in front, or I might put my basil plants way up in front. Uh, I might have my potatoes, uh, not too close to the tomatoes because they're both from the same family, So, but I might have the, the potatoes in the front of the garden and then maybe have peppers behind them because the peppers get a little taller than the potato plants. So you want to really be thinking about where is your sun, where is north, the north side of your garden is where you want to be putting your taller plants. Hope this helps. If you have any questions, you can always find me at Growing Wisdom on Twitter or send me an email, dave at growingwisdom.com. I'd love to hear from you. Have a great day.